We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Wednesday edition of the Will Marotti Show. Glad to be with you today. Matt Sorois, our master of ceremonies, and uh, and you callers. This is all caller Wednesday. We schedule no uh, outside guests because you're the they're, you're the very special audience guests, and we want to talk to you today. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. All right, let's go first to uh, Middletown. Ernie's been waiting for a long time. Ernie, thank you for holding. Welcome to the show. Hi. I just wanted to make a couple of points about mental health, especially in Connecticut. Okay. Um, I've been working for, like, the mental health uh, industry for probably close to 20 years. Yikes. And I think that the problem that I see, especially with maybe even pertaining to the Lanza issue, is that money that's allocated to mental health, I don't think it's being allocated appropriately because I think it's a lot of de-emphasis on therapy and family involvement and a lot of overemphasis on chemical therapy. Thank you, Ernie. uh, I could not agree with you more. As a pastor for all these years, I see it all the time. And I think that the pot, well, I, I, I mean, we've seen from what the scandals with the Purdue company and stuff that yeah. politicians and the doctors that work at these facilities, it's in their best interest to go to lean toward overly medicating people rather than placing an emphasis on therapy because or kickbacks or whatever reason. Yeah. And then when you deal with, I'm not trying to take accountability away from um the mother in that situation, sure. but sure. Uh, the family is made to feel guilty because one, you have to deal with your loved one who's like, these drugs are are making me feel not even human or I can't feel at all. Mm-hmm. But then all of the responsibility is put on them. And then when they're discharged back home to their family, they, it's like a, a, it creates even more uh, of a, div- a divisive energy because it's like you want them to take their medicine, but then there's like so many detrimental things that the medicine's doing. And another thing that I've seen is that people, okay, you, you put all this um, uh, money into medication and then you discharge people home. They mm-hmm. take the medication. They think that they're feeling better. And then they're like, Hey, I don't need to yeah, take the medication yeah. anymore. And, and I don't like the side effects. 
No, you're, you're right. There's so many problems earning, but and I'm not a big fan of government regulation, but I do think the pharmaceutical companies are out of control, and I think yeah, there needs and, to be more and, oversight. And just one other thing to say, Pastor. Sure, go ahead. That, um, I think, like, with especially in in that field, there's a lot of the emphasis on spirituality. Yeah. And and yeah. if you read the Bible, it says around during this these times that the uh, I mean, certain Bibles have been changed, but it, it, in some some Bibles, at least in mine, it talks about drug sorceries and how people are going to be fooled and put all their faith in in, in medicine yeah. and and yeah. not in spirituality and not mm-hmm. in each other and treating each other and being and and holding each other accountable through through like love and, and communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all getting put into this pharmacia and this drug sorcery, yeah. and people don't know because they're almost looking. They're putting more faith and 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 trust in the doctor than they are in, in either the, uh, a family member or an mm-hmm. elder in a home or, yep. or your your church yep. leader, and they're scared to even speak out, especially the way this COVID has been handled. They're they're kind of trying to trivialize spirituality and religion and and making and villainizing people for for having a faith in God. Ernie, you hit on about about 20 great points. I want to thank you so much for calling. What you say reminds me of a scripture that says, claiming to be wise, they became fools. And I think that's what we're dealing with a lot in terms of so-called science, so-called uh, experts that are that are leading us in, in ways that really are not helpful or productive. Let's go to, uh, let's see, no, 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 Simsbury and Joe. Hello, Joe. Uh, hello. Good morning. Uh, first of all, Ernie, that was phenomenal. Isn't I don't know great? why I he think this t- is the first he time I heard it. his voice, but mm-hmm. he needs to keep calling. Yeah, yeah, I think he was the first time caller. He nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to talk about, uh, my name was taken up yesterday, uh, <laughs> but I, and I want to talk about just the concept of uh, lying by omission. So yeah. I, I go crazy on the media. I go crazy on politicians, and uh, I'm going to take that individual to task for lying by omission. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There, it may fool some people, but uh, I, I like to, and I don't say this in an arrogant way, I, li- I like to think that I'm somewhat intelligent, mm-hmm. and it doesn't fool me. So he said that I had come up with a conspiracy theory that the vaccines ca- cause HIV. Let me just, just, let me just say, we don't know, we don't know, no, no one listening knows exactly what you're talking about except the people that heard that call. Okay. So, so gonna, let, let's just make it more generalized, if, if you would, please. Okay, so I'll, I'll actually just repeat the call and let people decide. So my call was that Dr. Luc Montagnier, who's world-famous Nobel Prize winner for his work on AIDS, died about two weeks ago. About a week before he died, he came out very publicly and said, if you have had a booster, you need to get an HIV test. So the reason he did that is there is a big spike in heterosexual HIV in Europe that is is much greater than the gay community, and no Mm. one knows why. So I didn't go just based on Luc Montagnier, and this is what I said on the call. I said... The following publications have said something very similar or exactly the same about a possible connection between vaccines and people getting HIV. And that would be Nature Magazine, Forbes, Lancet Medical Journal, UK Telegraph, New York Post, the United Nations, the BBC recently, Sky News, and just the other day or last week, the UK Oxford Mail has Prince Harry, who everyone knows who he is in the world, encouraging everyone to get an HIV test. 
So I also said that we all know who Moderna is, and Moderna mm-hmm. has one mm-hmm. vaccine that mm-hmm. we're all familiar with. Yeah. They're working on a second vaccine. And what is that second vaccine? has to do with mRNA, and it goes after HIV. Hmm. So hmm. he hmm. left all of that out and made it seem like I called up with no information, no third parties, when I just listed about a dozen. And no, I don't Joe, know does, that, that does that surprise you, Joe? When, when you don't like someone and you have a differing opinion, you know, you're generally going to leave out the facts, right? So we're yeah. not surprised. We're not surprised. And, yeah. uh, and I know that you're you're really thoughtful, and I know that you research what you what you talk about. So. Um, you know, my, uh, you know, you know, the, the host, the host has confidence in you. <laughs> That's what right. I'm saying. I, I, just, I know, did I, now, now that you people. mentioned, I did see that article that had some linkage between the MRNA vaccines and, and HIV. So I, I did see that. I do recall seeing that. I didn't, didn't really jump into it a lot, but Joe, thank, thank you for your call. I appreciate it as always. Great talk with you. Let's go to George and Canton. Hello, George. Greetings, Pastor Will. Greetings. Please, excuse me, please bear with me here. I am overflowing with passion and righteous indignation Uh about this uh, uh, new town situation. I I want to be as clear as I can. I lost a son seven years ago. I want to say three things that I don't have in common with the parents of Newtown. My son was 45, not six. Mm-hmm. My son wasn't killed by a crazed maniac. Mm-hmm. He took his own life. Yeah. My son chose to do it. Those children didn't. So there are three things I don't have in common with the parents of Newtown. Mm-hmm. Here's the one thing I do have in common. He used a gun. Mm-hmm. I own the same model he used. Mm -hmm. I own the same bullets he used. I didn't then, I won't now, and I won't in the future sue the gun company. My son was killed, and the weapon was a gun. It wasn't gun violence. Mm -hmm. Now, let me make a couple of other points that are salient. If this lunatic this kid hadn't had a gun he could have made a bomb out of oh no fertilizer Mm -hmm. fertilizer grows food people eat food Mm -hmm. fertilizer's good Mm -hmm. unless you make a bomb out of it Mm -hmm. and bring it into the school and maybe kill more than 20 people would they have sued the fertilizer company well, I, you know, hard to hard to answer that, George. But I I, I I could see the same rationale that would say they they would be, they would have to if they were going to be honest about well, the rationale. Let, let me let me go a little bit further. I don't want to just pick the low hanging fruit about people who drive uh, Ford Explorers into parades and kill mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. No one yet has sued the car company under the guise that that car wasn't used for what it was intended to mm-hmm. be. But let's just say that car companies, because part of this suit was that these weapons have been advertised to be used in ways of war or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, they, if a car company sells any car in this country that will go faster than the speed limit, 
and anybody <laughs> is going fast. I don't know, Corvette. Oh boy, you are you are you are smart, now, George. I'm now, telling if, you. If, if if someone kills people and the speed was over sixty-five, yeah. then I guess some enterprising barrister mm-hmm. would want to sue the Chevrolet company because this car wasn't being used for what it was intended, which yeah. was to drive under 65, then why in the name of heaven can you sell a car that will go 200? Now, let me tell you something. I am so passionate that I am shaking. I can tell. This I is, a, this is a very big day empathy. here. I'm filled with empathy. That parents, forgive me, parents would lose a six-year-old. I had my son 45 years mm-hmm. that I was grateful for. Mm-hmm. But it's nobody's fault but the lunatic that pulled the trick. There's no such thing as gun violence. There's no such thing as car violence. These are inanimate objects used in a mental way to commit mayhem. Mm-hmm. It is not the fault of the iron mm-hmm. or the baseball bat. Mm-hmm. I have never been so upset as I feel right now. These these these, these attorneys. They made people lose their jobs uh, and, and to bring something else in. Poor Michael Lindell of the Pillow Company. Yeah, yeah. The, the woke left. Oh, my gosh. What they're doing to him. To oh, my crush gosh. him. Yeah. And yeah. his 2,000 employees, just because they don't like that he supported. Yeah. This, this uh, Pastor this has got to stop. Yeah, we're turning into a very evil, vindictive society. Lunacy, George. But yeah. back to the point. You cannot blame anything that didn't do it itself. And there's never been an empty gun or a gun lying on a kitchen table that ever shot anybody That's by right. itself. That's and right. George, I, I've got a break. I'm, I'm going to have to say, say thank goodbye, you but thank you so out. much. I appreciate you thank so much and your logic, your call. And for the people in South Meriden, barrister means lawyer. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment uh, with more calls. Stay with us. WTIC News Talk 1080. All right. Welcome back. It is uh, 1022. We're going to go back to the calls. Appreciate you guys calling. I appreciate you. Very passionate. I mean, I, I, I again, I, I can't relate. I've never lost a child. We got two kids. Never lost one. But I, I am feeling very much uh, emboldened to speak out against this this misguided uh, thought that that you know you can just pick who you want to blame and blame as as though it made it right or made it true. Misplaced responsibility, and it certainly doesn't provide. You know, I mean, hey, money's money. I guess it's good, but it doesn't. It's not going to provide any comfort. It's not going to provide any any uh, closure, as they say. Closure is a myth, anyway. But um, I, I just feel like, and again, I never, uh, I never planned on talking about this topic today. Uh, it was it was purely the the the, the article that I saw regarding um, um, additional funding for. Um, mental health uh, workers in schools that's what got, caught my eye to it and then and then i heard the, the conversation earlier this morning on, on brian's program that really really sent me in orbit uh let's go to patty and nugget hi patty 
Hi, Pastor. Well, I want to thank you for taking my call. And, you know, I, I, my heart goes out to this last caller. You know, I, I'm going to start with, um, I'm going to be very respectful to the people who are the parents and mm-hmm. um, who have lost their children because I think that's a wound that never goes away, never really heals, mm-hmm. and your life's changed completely. And there's a grief that they have. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I think, as you said, you know, misplaced blame doesn't add to the, to the helpfulness of any kind of conclusion. We can blame a, a car. We can blame, a, you know, whether someone s- sets fires. There's, there's a lot of way people can hurt other people. But, you know, if we were to stand back and look today, what have we done to children's lives? How have we made the school safer? How have we made children in school feel better about going to school? Look at all the strain we have put on children in society today. So we should be concentrating on what we can do to enhance the life of children, the health of children, prevent school shootings, as people were talking about some years ago, what we could do to enhance that. You know, and then I have to go back to, I remember very clearly Charles Trothammer speaking about this incident on uh, Brebert, special report, mm-hmm. and he said, as a psychiatrist that he was, yeah. they needed to have, and still needed to have at the time, a three-day hold, because even if a psychiatrist knew that someone was going to do harm to another person, they could not use that information. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go with the HIPAA laws, because I think the HIPAA laws are there to protect people. Mm-hmm. I think there should have been maybe, as Charles Krauthammer said, a cutout for psychiatrists to be able to do something about a three-day hold that they could have someone not a long time held against their will, that it goes against their civil rights, yeah. but three days so that they could actually do something about that because that may be have been something that would have been a good conclusion. Mm-hmm. We have drugs coming in this country, Pastor Will. Mm-hmm. We have children that they are committing suicide today. Mm-hmm. They are terrible mental health. They have drugs coming in as fentanyl that are harming our mm-hmm. young people. Absolutely. We need to concentrate on what we can do to enhance the lives of young people, remove the strains that are being put on children that they can't even be put in schools, that they can even properly learn because they have so much that they are, have on their mind. They can't properly learn for a multitude of reasons. We're putting fear in them. We should concentrate on doing what we can to enhance mm-hmm. the lives of all Americans in this country instead of putting everybody under such stress. Yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but in the case that you reported today, they didn't really see clearly as the source of the problem because they ignored a problem that had been for years that many people really realized someone was very ill. Mm-hmm. And the way it was handled certainly was, was very wrong. And there's a lot of blame to maybe go out, but the, to, blame a, to blame a company... You know, we, we don't even have vaccines held responsible. Pharmaceutical companies have a full liability. Right, 19,000 people died from the vaccines, but who's, who's holding them accountable? Yeah, and you know what? Over right. a million adverse effects and over 40,000 permanent severe handicaps and yeah. adverse effects. And you know what? There's no liability there. We need to think how we're solving problems. We need to come to better conclusions. Yes. We need to be used more wisdom than mm-hmm. actually just pointing blame in a direction of something maybe somebody doesn't politically yes. like. I, I, you know, thank you so much, Pat, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you, you And uh, thank you for your, sharing your thoughts. 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. We're going to, uh, phone lines will be open the entire next Half hour, I'm going to take one more call before the break. George, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Will. Uh, the Daytona and all the racetracks, yeah. they're really test engineering test labs for yes. future car design. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, they, the, the, they've, they've 
uh, surmise that if you built a, a cage around the driver, mm-hmm. like you built a cage around uh, your passenger car, you can protect everyone inside from uh, from collisions. Mm-hmm. They, they even have collapsible materials that absorb uh, impact. Yeah. It, they fold up like uh, like an accordion. Mm-hmm. And absorb uh, absorb the, uh, the the impact. Uh, tires. The big thing, if you can protect your tires and and, and lengthen the time, uh, you know, uh, to fed off heat, especially heat resistance. Uh, they've applied that to uh, uh, airplanes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for airplane tires when when they land. Oh, on the nitro. Yep. You know when you see the uh, parachutes deployed. Mm-hmm. They, they now have that on small passenger planes. If they mm-hmm. get into trouble, they can deploy a, a large parachute, yep. and the plane floats nicely to the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all these all these uh, technologies came from uh, racetracks. Yeah, they're even they're even thinking about like fire retardant materials. That if um, if you're in a collision, uh, it injects a chemical into the fuel tank, and you still get it still burns, but it burns so slowly you can get out very, mm. you know, you got plenty of time to get out. Wow. Also, your windshield in the future, mm-hmm. it won't be a windshield. It'll be a, it'll be a, uh, a screen. A screen. Uh, for in- yeah. George, I'm sorry. i gotta, I got to let you go for the break, but I appreciate all sharing the information. We appreciate it very much. Stay with us. We'll be right back with your calls. Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. Uh, 1039 WTIC News Talk 1080. Um, I, I want to talk about this for a moment because uh, I said I was going to. And what happens is I say I'm going to talk about the topic and then you know, what a great problem to have. We have so many calls, I don't get to the topics. But I actually said this in our promo yesterday, and I just want to touch on it. We'll go back to the calls. we got time. Uh, I talked yesterday about a story. Republicans are pushing uh, a bill in the U.S. to try to require schools to post all of their course materials online so parents can review them. It's part of a broader national push by the GOP for a sweeping, and I appreciate this, parents' bill of rights ahead of the midterm elections. Now, that's that's what they want to do, right? They they we know from remote learning when we heard stories about teachers saying they didn't want your parents looking over your shoulders or they didn't want your parents in the room where we know that there's there's a, there's an, an uneasiness between some teachers and parents because for some reason they don't want you to know what or how they're teaching your children. So this is a story. This came out last week, and, and I just wanted to pick the right time, and I think today's the right time. This has to do with eighth-grade students at John F. Kennedy Middle School in Enfield, Connecticut. And they were given an assignment that combined a popular food item with sex acts after the school received certainly a, a, a response that you, <laughs> that you could expect now the school's saying it was a mistake. The, the assignment appeared on the Enfield School District website that brought complaints from uh, and of, of inappropriate behavior from the parents. Now, these are eighth graders, not high school students, not college students, eighth graders. Eighth graders, usually 13, 14, right? 
Uh, but but not so young that sex isn't an interest of them. Obviously, they're, they're thinking about it. Teenage boys thinking about it. So um, here, here's what they're doing. Here's what Simon says. You can use pizza as a metaphor for sex. When you order pizza with your friends, everybody checks out each other's preferences, right? The same goes with sex. Then provides children with, with a section, uh, list their favorite pizza toppings. Examples, cheese equals kissing. Uh, olives equal giving, I can't even say it, giving oral. Once the metaphor is complete, the eighth graders also asked to draw a color of your favorite pizza. What you're feeling. All of these references had to do with relationships and sex. And for all, for those of y'all who don't like pizza for sex, feel free to draw another food uh, or favorite and include your non-sexual activities. This goes on. I mean, this is this is eighth grade, my friends. This is eighth grade. First of all, I don't want teachers, school people. I don't want them teaching my kids anything about sex. This goes along with the story from a couple weeks ago where the mother is suing the school system because her teenage daughter, 13, was receiving counseling in school because she, she's, she suffered, as many teenagers do, some gender confusion, and the school started counseling her that she was, in fact, a lesbian, and the girl tried to commit suicide after the counseling. Mother had no idea what was going on, 13 years old. I don't want the stu- stupid schools teaching my kids anything about sex or gender or who they are i don't know about you you parents but i mean this this and i'm gonna tell you something you say oh my gosh how could that be true pizza and sex they're teaching that in schools listen listen across the country with lots of schools i guarantee there's way worse things being taught we just don't know about it because they want to keep parents out of your kids' education and out of the schools. Having said that, let's go to Dean in Kensington. Dean, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will. Um, two months after the Sandy Hook uh, incident and all of those lives were changed forever, um, my life was changed forever, and I'm continuing to uh, suffer the changes <clears throat> because I was involved in an accident where a drunk driver hit me running a red light, and I broke my neck in three places, and I was lucky to be alive. And six weeks after my accident, my attorney called me to say that the local police had gotten my records from the hospital to find that I was over the legal limit. So I got charged with drinking and driving. I got a DUI, and my license, my driving privileges were taken from me. And um, this would have never have happened if the Budweiser and the marketing strategies made it so attractive to be drinking their product. So I am going to think in terms of suing Budweiser for being responsible for manufacturing the product that I drank that put me in a situation for drinking and driving, which I got caught for and which I paid for. But I continue to pay for it because I can't drive like a normal citizen. Yeah. So yeah. well, obviously, I, I I sense your facetiousness and your quality, and you know, are are you going to sue the car companies, right? When people get behind the wheel drunk, uh, maybe the car companies should be sued as well, right? So there's there's a number of there's enough people to be sued. There's no question about eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We're going to start setting up for the last call of the day, the between rounds bagel, last call of the day. 
and uh, we're so thankful for their uh, their support. 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. Are you a parent? Are you concerned about what your kids are being taught in school, potentially without your knowledge? Do you want, do you want people in school teaching your kids about the variety of sex they could have? Do you want your, your kids being taught by people in school that, that they're not really a boy, that they're a girl, or that they're not really a girl, they're a boy? Or just because of whatever sex they have doesn't mean that's their gender? Do you really want people in school teaching that to your kids? I mean, my kids are beyond school at this point, but I certainly, <laughs> I certainly didn't want that going on. And I think there's no place for it, but this is how out of control the school system is and why parents and taxpayers need to reel things back in. And I'm not kidding. We need to reel things back in in a hurry. All right, calls are coming in, 800-966-9842, We will uh, set up now for the last call of the day, sponsored by Between Rounds Bagel and Deli. They still have locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, Tolland. And um, you get a dozen bagels a month for six months if you're the last call of the day. So uh, calls are coming in. And uh, we'll take a break in just a moment. And we will come back and have that ever-elusive last call of the day right here on WCIC News Talk 1080. Uh, Will Marotti Show. Stay with us. This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. We are here. We are getting ready for the last call of the day. And uh, it could very well be you. And if it is, you're going to get a uh, uh, a dozen free bagels for six months, courtesy of Between Rounds Bagel Deli and Bakery. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Brian's been holding for a long time. Brian, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Hi, is this Pastor Will? It is, yes, sir. Oh, pa- Pastor Will, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, yes, sir. And uh, thank you for this morning's prayer as well. And, and uh, also, I, I just wanted to touch base on the Adam Lanza uh, case a little bit with regards to with the Remington situation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, there was some rumor out there that he had, you know, Asperger's syndrome and that he went to some kind of survival camp. And there seems to be a, some things that may have been, you know, uh, had some effect on his psychological impact or his views on what the world would be. And maybe that had some effect on how his thought process worked. But allowing him to have open access to firearms in the house, uh, you know, after the fact of that, when he knew that was a problem, um, I think is the fault of the parents. I don't think we yeah. can blame Remington for that any more than you no. can blame the, the, you know, the assassination for or attempted assassination of, of you know, uh, the Kennedy brothers or, or Ronald Reagan. You didn't put the gun manufacturers out of business for that. You blame blame the gun companies for that either. You know, any more than you can blame a bank robber. You can't shut the gun companies down for that. That's one thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think, you know, it may be that nobody questioned this child's behavior in school because every time a counselor or teacher tries to approach a subject, you know, they always get uh, kind of pushed back from the parents going, oh, leave my kid alone. I don't want you questioning my kid. And it's the same scenario. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people don't have the, you know, the, the ability or they feel they don't have the right or they're scared to lose their job or be put in a position of how dare you question my kid and they get sued for slander. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always that pushback from the law. 
The other thing I wanted to touch base mm-hmm. on was was the uh, you know government overreach. That's one of the government overreaches because you find that the, the overreach is they're trying to shut all the good people down from having firearms. When most of the people know that most the bad guys they get their firearms out of trunks of cars and they should be focused on maybe task teams that work on getting that problem solved instead of trying to attack the good people and making more regulation and red tape for the good people who have firearms. Yeah. Um, also for uh, I'm also a pilot as well. So uh, okay. you know on on the aviation thing, another uh, example of government overreach in addition to the COVID-19 virus is. In the FAA side, you know, they changed the regulations for pilots, for, you know, for co-pilots to get a job, uh, you know, for 1,500 hours of time after they graduate their flight school. It's like another $100,000 just to do that. It's crazy. Oh um, now they got a shortage of pilots because of the icing and uh, the crash on the Dash 8 that happened years ago in upstate yeah, New York. Yeah. Well, you know, most pilots, most co-pilots, you know, you don't need more than three, 400 hours of flight time to, to be a, a co-pilot. The problem was cock resource management, you know, CRM, okay? And the, the, the first officer was not allowed to talk to the captain uh, because they considered that person God. So they could never say, hey, listen, we're in a stall, you know, and it was a simple thing, and all they had to do was add power because they had ice on a tail and the dash eights and some of the uh, ATRs, which mm-hmm. they now have down south. They don't Dean, climb uh, uh, Brian, anymore. I don't mean to cut you off, but you're getting a little in the weeds with the air. So I've just got a full board of calls. I want to thank you for calling. Please call back again. You sound very interesting. I like you very much. Let's go to uh, 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 Janice in East Hartford. Hi. Hi. Pastor Well, this is yes. Janet. Hi, Janice. Just, How are you? I, I just was listening to the caller prior to the gentleman about the airplane. Um, I'm concerned as a concerned citizen about what's being taught in the schools. And it would be one thing if I paid my taxes to the Board of Ed and to the town, but I pay my taxes to the town, which is 71% of where I live, from the taxes. And I'm thinking, do I I have a right to know what's going on, too? I was a parent, and now I'm concerned as a taxpayer. Because what are we putting out? We're not putting out citizens anymore. We're putting out little robots. Exactly. Exactly. Think, You're absolutely, you know, Janice, I mean, why shouldn't the town be partially responsible for what the school board is doing? Well, I think the town, you know, it's, it's a little interesting combination between, you know, the relationship between the Board of Ed and the town. Mm-hmm. Even though the Board of Ed has the bigger part of the budget, the town has no... Uh, right to tell them what to do, and superintendents can just, you know, say, write a check, and, of course, they write a check. Well, again, so, again, I think it's a matter of people getting involved, people going to town hall meetings. I think people need to get on school boards. I think that's one of the most important positions in your town right. is for you to be on the school board where right. you do have a voice, where you can make a change. Right. And I or think I think that meetings. is the most important thing that yeah. can be done right now is to start start commandeering some of these school boards through, through the I'm, election I'm, process. But I'm concerned about what's being taught, too. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm holding out, you know, for the taxpayers. I, yeah. I, rep- I don't want to say I represent present but you know i'm probably the only one in east harford that's watching because yeah. you know they get away with what they get away with but you know it's a concern because the taxes are just going to go up you know with the revaluation and they're just going to go up and, and i just found out last night janice we have another family from our church relocating and why taxes they're right. moving to another part of the country where right. they'll be subject to less taxes well, and it's heartbreaking because we lose so many families Connecticut being the fourth highest move out rate, right. people that are leaving leaving because they can because they have means they have resource and they don't feel like having the government squander and waste it. Janice, thank you for your call. 
it, it's it's frustrating to me. All right, let's go to uh, Mike in Glastonbury. Mike, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor. I got one sentence here from a monthly statistics sheet in Harper's Magazine. I'll just read you the one sentence and let it speak for itself. Okay. The factor by which public relations specialists outnumber journalists in the United States today. Pastor, the ratio is six to one. If you've got specialists in psychiatry and advertising who outnumber people who report the news and find out little things at town hall meetings, uh, then the argument is that the uh, public relations is, is the way to go. And we should just obey what they tell us to do, which is also uh, not to insist upon our rights as Americans. And there it is, because it'll mean that everybody with a problem and money can bring it to Connecticut, and uh, the lawyers and the specialists will award millions of dollars, and uh, people will be totally lost in the mix. And that's exactly what we want to avoid, Mike. Thank you for your call. Last call of the day, Enfield, Jim. Welcome, Jim. Congratulations. You're the last call day between rounds, bagel, and deli. Make sure after this call, uh, I'm going to put you on hold. Matt needs to take your information so you may receive a certificate. Go ahead, Jim. So I'm a parent with, uh, with a student in JFK, and, yeah, this made a big deal in town at first when I got it. I didn't, well, when I saw it, I only saw the pizza page where it's consent, and I agreed with that page. The page I didn't agree with, though, when I finally saw it, was that one you're talking about where they describe it. They shouldn't be bringing that out in school. That should be taught at home, if at all. If at all. It's it up to the parents. Taught. Yes. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. All right. Well, you know what, Jim? You couldn't be you couldn't be more right. I totally agree. Hey, I'm going to put you on call. Matt's going to take your information. Congratulations. The Between Rounds Bagel last call of the day. Thank you so much. All right, guys, that's it. I'm I'm done. Uh, great show today. Super call volume on All Caller Wednesday, which is exactly what we're looking for. And uh, we will we'll be back tomorrow. Now, no sign yet of Russia invading Ukraine, although there are numerous reports that they're they're getting in position to do just that. Uh, and and the day is not over, so there's there's time to go. So pray for the folks in Ukraine. Uh, thanks again, everybody that called. And uh, Matt, as always, great job. Thank you, Jim. Stay in line there. Matt's going to take your information. God bless you guys. Enjoy the day. Have a great day. I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.